Hi, friends. I'm Olivia. I'm Rod. And you're listening to Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. All right, welcome to another episode of Just One More Thing. If you have any questions or comments about the sermon, feel free to email ask, A-S-K, at isunrise.org. Last week's sermon about the healing of the 10 lepers There was a question that came in about the word pity. The lepers cry out in a group to Jesus from a distance and say, have pity on us. What's the definition behind that? Or what are the words that give us that translation of pity? Yeah, it can. It means pity or mercy or to show mercy. What's interesting about that word is it says show mercy in a particular context. In the context of your covenantal love for us act towards us. They're yelling out for Jesus to remember his love and his promises to them and to act not outside of that, but inside that covenantal love that they that that the creator has for them. It involves asking God to act on his own terms. And those terms are his covenantal promises. So act within his promises on his own terms. Don't do something out of your character or that uh, you you don't want to do, but do it in according to the promises you've made about the relationship we have. So that's what uh, that's what's going on there, and it provides a little bit of color into understanding uh, their request of him. Yeah. In today's episode, we are covering the sermon from November twenty seventh, called "Image Is Everything." Yeah, we were trying to figure out how to uh, communicate that image is not everything. So we hope people can figure out the fact that image is everything in quotation marks is something someone else believes or other people say. Yeah, so to start off the sermon, you used a clip from Evan Almighty. Yeah, I think Evan uh, has just gotten a new job. He's gone from broadcaster to being a politician, and he tells his wife with his brand new big car, his brand new house, he's moving up in the world, and he conveys to her that uh, image is everything. It's important for him to exude a, a positive and a successful image to the world, and so he sets out to do that very thing. The way the video clip connected was I was waiting to the very end to pull the rug out from under that statement because it was at the very end we covered the citadel of Sapori. But it's a national park, and it's about uh, three and a half miles as the crow flies from Nazareth. And what I was trying to do in highlighting that city that I would say 99% of the people hearing me had never heard of was you don't realize how disappointing the city of Nazareth is unless you see it in a context of what's around it. Uh, Today I was listening to someone, uh, an Israeli tour guide, and he said that there were probably only 30 to 40 families who lived in Nazareth 2,000 years ago when Jesus was born. And so those few families would probably work in uh, Sapori because that was an affluent town. And yet, if you fast forward 2,000 years, Sapori is in, in ruins. Nobody lives there or wants to live there. And Nazareth is just busting us at the seams. And it's all because of one person. It's 
Jesus. It's, it's amazing how the fortunes have changed over 2,000 years. What people thought was important and what they gave their lives to 2,000 years later is uh, really a, a tourist center for uh, a city that very few people have any interest in. When we went there, we had no problem walking around. I think we were might have been the only ones there uh, visiting that particular day when we visited. I've been there twice in my three times in Israel. Usually, if you take a tour of Israel, you don't go there because it's not mentioned in Scripture. So I thought it'd be an interesting way to get into um, get into the Christmas season. Uh, because this pa- passage highlights, the passage we looked at highlights uh, that the angel of the Lord came to Nazareth where Mary was. Yeah, then you also brought in John chapter 1, and Nathaniel says, Jesus of Nazareth, can anything good come from Nazareth? Which, when you learn about Nazareth in the context of Zippori, it makes a lot more sense. It makes a lot of sense. Because when you don't know that, it's just like, oh, were people from Nazareth just broke or were they scoundrels? Like, what's the deal with this? Why is the connotation immediately, oh, can anything good come from there? Yeah, but it, it you, puts some a good light on it. That's right. You you see, in, in light of Zippori, you end up seeing Nazareth was always getting the leftovers. Mm-hmm. Why should we follow someone who's from a place that always gets the leftovers? The other part of the sermon, what I was trying, where I was going toward was the citadel, even though Sapori has these beautiful mosaics, even though it has a, a magnificent theater, a 4,500-seat theater, even though it has these cisterns that are just huge, I wanted to spend some time with the Citadel because they have these sarcophaguses or sarcophagi that are part of the fortress building. And you look on the outside and they're ornate and you think, images, everything, this is so pretty. But you realize this held dead people, and it's empty, and there is no structure to it or strength to it. It just looks pretty. It's just for show. It's just for show, and that's where I was going with the images, everything. That's where I was connecting the Evan Almighty clip with the end. It's just for show because in contrast to that cornerstone, Peter tells us that we have a cornerstone in Jesus that is a sure uh and sturdy and, and and foundational and lining up things in our lives that he functions that way and that we are living stones uh, because of what he's done. It's funny, I'd never heard or uh, read a message about Sapori, and I just thought it would be a really good counterbalance to what people know. And it would, it would flesh out and it would color the Bible, um, the picture that people have of that first Christmas and what it must have been like. And so it started right there with the angel appearing to Mary in Nazareth. But Nazareth had a history, had a context, and that context was linked to Zippori. The church, the body of Christ, the entire world recognizes this as a time when God made promises to us and he fulfilled them. And so we anticipate and we look forward to how God Uh, fulfills his promise to humanity, to redeem humanity, to uh, provide uh, a promised one that can do what no other human being could do, which is live a perfect, sinless life and go to the cross and pay for our sins 
and rise from the dead. So, you know, this time of year, we remember that God kept his promises and that uh, God has provided a way back, that all was not lost in Genesis chapter 3. You know, it was interesting, uh, one of the songs we sang, Jesus, Light of the World, there was a line in that song that really uh, struck me that went right along with the sermon. It said that the reflection of Jesus is a reflection of something deeper within. And I hope that's what Christmas is for us, is uh, with all the lights and the decorations, we see that there's something deeper um, that's going on there. And, and I hope that we'll be able to communicate that over these next four weeks with our you know, Sunday services as well as our Christmas Eve service. Let's talk about the power going out in my over 33 years. Oh, yeah. I did not do that. <laughs> Everybody looked back there at you and said, what are you doing? Playing with the lights? Um, that might have been true if you were five or six. But, uh, yeah, the, we had a – the lights flickered and went out, and we lost uh, all our power just long enough to lose everything. We lost sound. We lost our live feed. And uh, I guess it scared some people to think the rapture might have come because all of a sudden we just stopped. And so I didn't get to quite finish the, the message, but I, I just really wanted to compare and contrast the difference in Nazareth versus Zippori that ended up having, meaning images everything, and I ended up wanting to compare and contrast that. Well, thanks for breaking that down for us and giving us some more clarity on that. And thank you for listening to Just One More Thing from Sunrise Church. Sunrise Church.